I thought that it would be very appropriate to say over a Dvar Torah from Hagoyin the Poisek Hador, Arav Abdavid Feinstein's the Chonel of Rochel is right after the Shloshim since his Petira. They put out a Choveres called Shiraz Doidi, which they gave out at the Shloshim. And the back of the Choveres has Penine Chanukah, little gems, thoughts that he had about the Yom Tov of Chanukah. I thought I would repeat something that he said with a little embellishment. It's a very beautiful vart. Medrash Embracious Rabba, Amru Chazal, that the Yavonim made Xera on Bnei Yisrael and said, Kisfu al Kelen Hashoel, She'ein Lochem Chelek Belokei Yisrael. Right on the horn of the ox that you do not have, that you do not have a portion in the God of Israel. You don't belong to the God of Israel. And he says, Yesh Lohavin Madua Gozru Lichtev Kain B'miyuchad B'keren Hashoel. I mean, why don't they write it on their doors? Why don't they write it on their arms? Why do they write it on the Karen Hashar? There are many different interpretations of this in variety of Svarim, but this is the unique understanding of Rav David Feinstein. He says, in those days, the Shor represented the Parnasa of a person. The Gemara Masechah Shabbos, he quotes, Kuf Yud Ches Hamad Beis, Amar Rab Yosi miyomai loyosi ishti ishti ulishoyri shoyri. When I made reference to my wife, I never said my wife, Ishti. And then when I made reference to my ox, I never said my ox. When I wanted to make reference to my wife, I would say Beisi, Li Ishti Beisi. Ulishoyri, and when I wanted to make reference to my ox, Sodi, I said my field. Rashi explains, and this is a quotation from Rashi, Ulishoyri Sodi, Shahu Iko Shel Hasoda, Ad Khan Lishono. Rashi says that the reason that he called his shore Sada, when he made reference to my shore, my axe, he said, my field, is because the ikr of the field is the axe that he can plow with. Without the axe, he has nothing. And, of course, by amplification, I would add, that's the reason that he called his wife Basi. Because, you see, the word ishti comes from the word ish. Alkain, she's called ishokim mi ishlu kachazais. And that makes her, in a certain sense, secondary. She is the Ezer Kenegdo, which is necessary for him to function. So she is the Isha that comes from that Ish. But by calling her Basi, he is defining the Isha in much more expansive terms. He's saying that she is the Akeres Habayis, that she is the mainstay of the house. And in that way, he's identifying her importance. The significance of this wife is that she is the household. The hashpa of the household, the whole Eishes Chayil is built around her and the household. That's why Komu Banea Vayashruha Ba'ala Vayahalala. In the same vein, Rabbi David Feinstein identifies that when they say Kisful Achem Al Keren Ashor, to identify the Shor as the mainstay of their Panosa. And what they're really saying, in effect, is about your Panosa, you should declare that it has nothing to do with the Rebbeinu He says, the sada of a person is, of course, the mainstay of his parnasa in an agricultural society. His michya, his ability to survive in this world, the parnasa that he has, is because of his sada. Interesting. Yosef, who is identified as the one who provides Parnasa in Mitzrayim, of course, he is the one who is identified in Dvarim, in Vezos HaBrochel, Yosef Amar, Bechor Shoro Hadar Lo. And the Ramban, 
there says, Ki bavur shabirich Yosef b'tvuos, dima oisay l'shor, ki rav tvuos b'koach shor, posuk emishla yudalit. So memela, the shor is identified with the soda, and the soda is the mainstay of Parnasa. So this is what he writes. Lachain, kasha yivonim nikbetsu al Yisrael l'akol mehem emunosam hatahoro, their emuna in the Rebbeinu Shalom b'acharu b'keren ha'shor l'ichlov alav, ein lo nuchelek b'lokei Yisrael. So that they should be kaifer in the Bairei Olam, that the Parnosa doesn't come from him, it comes only b'kolach ha'teva. Kol chivotzim yodi osuli asachayil azeh. And they should not believe that HaKadosh Baruch is the Mefarnes, and that he is the one hanosim chakoach lasos chayil. And you see that in waging Muhammad you have the haftoira lo b'chayov lo b'choyach ki'im beruchi, Omar Hashem. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have a chilek in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. it means that our Parnosa comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what we do is ishtadlus. But the Greeks didn't want us to believe that. They wanted us to insist that what we do is Our Avoida, he adds, in the days of Hanukkah, is to root out that Kfirah and to say, on the contrary, we have a chilek belokei Yisrael, our panosa comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that, of course, I might add, personally, has tremendous consequences. Uh, you, you know, the, the whole idea of the Yavonim and the Hisyavnus is to be madgish oilam azeh, and to madgish things that are aesthetically beautiful and scientifically important, and just simply rid ourselves of our of our need for a one bayre oilam who is we're responsible to in every one of our endeavors. So the Kisful HaKam Al-Keren Ashur is a very big chilek of that. That we write on the Keren Ashur at the command of the Greeks that we don't believe that the Rebbe Shalom is the source of our sustenance. We don't believe in the Paiseach Es Yodecho Masbi We don't believe that unless we put in our own efforts HaKadosh Baruch will definitely not provide for us. We don't believe that it's just his shtadlus. This is what the Greeks wanted according to the understanding of Agoin, Reb David Feinstein, Zechernu Levrocha, L'chaya Olam Abba. Have a freilichen, wonderful, meaningful Hanukkah, blessed with all the brachas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can provide.